It's like we finally have a solution. Yeah. With all these podcasts, how does one keep up? What are you not glad you asked? Welcome to the week in podcasting. Thank you very much. Smith Everett, Val Riley, Jeff Adams. Smith Everett, Val Riley, Jeff Adams. Smith Everett, Val Riley, Jeff Adams. The week in podcasting. It's time once again for the Week in Podcast, the best podcasting has to offer. It's called the Week in Podcasting because we feature great shows. Welcome, everyone. I'm Seth Everett. She is Val Riley. Good afternoon, Val. How are you? Hey, Seth. I'm great. How are you? It's nice to chat with you, and it's nice knowing where you are. Yes, I'll get to that in a second. Anna Ferris is unqualified as one of the podcasts we'll be talking about. Also, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Get out of here. We're talking about Marvel Comics. I love it. We're going to be focusing on that. And Dunked On Podcast is one of the cool new NBA shows that we are talking about. If you are just joining us, this is the first time you've heard this show. First of all, go back, listen to the earlier ones. They're better. Mission statement we have, it's to expose (laughs) the listening audience to the many different choices that they have in podcasting. So Val and I are chatting this week. We're planning the show. We're figuring out when we're going to record. And then all of a sudden, I got a message. I didn't understand it. It says, Val would like to share her location with you. Would you like to share yours? I'm like, does she need to know I'm in CVS? Okay. Did you share? I did. I shared back. That's so funny. I have no idea. I'm like thankful that that happened with you and not like in a more awkward (laughs) situation because I have no idea how I did that on my phone. I just looked down at my phone. It was like very angry and it kept popping up with like to share your location. You have to, you know, go to your location services. And it like kept reminding me that I'm like, I don't want to share my location. (laughs) He doesn't need. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was in yoga at the time. And like, so I got out of the yoga class and like my phone was like yelling at me because I had wanted to share my location, but hadn't done it correctly. So I don't know. You, were you able to see my location? Because I certainly I, I didn't, didn't look. look at your... I, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't look. I, unless there's a webcam involved, I'm not interested in this. <laughs> so funny. I had, I had no idea that that was even possible. I'm going to be much more careful with my, <laughs> my uh, texting now. But I, 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 but it brings up something that's in all seriousness. I don't mind. I do Foursquare. I have no problem sharing my location. I don't mind telling you I'm at a Chinese restaurant. Like I don't. If it matters to you, okay, fine. The only people that should be afraid of these things are people who do bad things. If you're having an affair, turn off your location services. Well, Wait, no, is, I, is that the, I mean, yes. that's a general rule. That that's true. Right. But what's also true is like, you know, I don't want people to always know when I'm away from my house in case they wanted to break into my house. Right. Or if somebody wanted to come do something scary to you and they knew where you were. I don't like that at all. I guess. I I, I mean, well, first of all, you're not. I I, I agree. I, I, I do see the value in that. I just think that I love when I'm driving on the road and it tells me that there's discounts at Kohl's. I love that. <laughs> like, Why are you going to go to Kohl's? Like, are you just going to pop off the freeway I, and go to I, Kohl's? I, I, I'll consider it. 
That would drive me insane. See, I'm glad I have my location services turned off because <laughs> I, that would bug me. My phone already gives me more information than I want from it. Like the, it used to be like if they would interrupt your phone, like if they would give you a text alert, it was like there is, uh, you know, there was an earthquake or major things. And now it'll be like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Sofia Vergara just got married. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I need this as a text alert. Really? <laughs> I, uh, like even I, even me, I don't need that as a text alert. I, <laughs> I can't imagine a busy on. person. I used to sign on when we had the when I was on a charter. I, when I was with the Mets, I w- we were on a charter flight, and there was Wi-Fi all the time. They they told you never to turn it off. Like charter flights, like there are literally no rules. And yeah. we, I would do it. And what I would do is I would check in on Foursquare from wherever we were. So uh-huh. I have checked in, in in Missoula, Montana, and I have checked in in all these random places because it's literally from 50,000 feet above the sky. I'm just checking in for no reason. Yeah, but then people the know that you're not at home. I think that's very dangerous. I would recommend but that you stop who knows where my home that. is? But who knows where my home is? People Why do. Would, no, no, but no one, no one in the public knows I'm where I am. You don't ever check in at home? No, I never check in at home. I check in at the Chinese food place. I check in <laughs> at, I went to the NHL store today. I checked in there. Why? Did I go to the NHL store? Because I love Why hockey. did you check in? Why did you check in? Like, why? What's because the motivation to check you hear, in? You hear recommendations. You hear nice things. I, I like it. It's fun. You know, the the only place I've checked in, well, I guess like people check me in places, which I'm always surprised because I don't do specifically Facebook much. And, right. I, you know, people like post pictures and you're like, oh, yeah, there I am last weekend eating dinner. But um, <laughs> the only place that I can remember recently checking in at is uh, we were, and this was a long time ago, we were trying to we were moving into this house and we right. were getting our moving boxes and moving boxes are expensive. Right. And yeah. so we found like this really good deal. We went to this like really, really shady, weird moving store. I, I use that in quotes in the Tenderloin, which is like a really scary kind of ghetto San Francisco neighborhood. Right. Um, and they were like going to give us something like a 20% discount if I checked in. (laughs) And so my husband made me check in at like shady box store RS. (laughs) And people commented, they're like, what, what, what are you you doing? doing? Are you you okay? Yeah. Who hacked your, who hacked your account? I don't know. I, uh, I, I I like it. I, I have no problem with it. Um, I, again, I, I also like to say, I, I don't have anything to hide. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. If, if I go to the ice rink for my kids ice skating lesson, I'm there. I'm not yeah. leaving. I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't have I'm, anything to hide, but I feel like I have stuff to protect. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I understand your argument. I don't have a strong counter argument. You have to <laughs> say, you, hey, if you'd like, Seth, if you'd like, you can win this. It's okay. Seth, we'll say you're friends. right. Just say you're right. I mean, you that's were all. right. <laughs> Now friend. we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! Trophy! <laughs> this, fan, this fan goes wild. Woo! Uh, it took you 12 episodes. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> Anna Ferris. Wait, say it, say it again. I didn't hear that at all. What, Jake? Your phone can send you an update on that. 
on if I was right. <laughs> According to my phone, the score is Val one. <laughs> yeah, a text alert. Little, Val won this one, guys. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is getting a little off topic and I know we have these great podcasts to talk about, but I just have to share this information. Not introducing. Yes. (laughs) I have to share this information with the universe. I don't even care if you keep it in the podcast or you edit it out, but you know, the emoticon that looks like somebody praying. Okay. It's not, it's a high five. (laughs) Mind blown. (laughs) Why do you know this? Because I was uh, texting, and once you know the difference, the prayer one becomes highly inappropriate when you know it's a high five, right? You're like, sorry, your grandma passed, high five. (laughs) (laughs) And so I texted my friend um, who's in the know on these sorts of things, and and it was something, you know, like, you know, oh, let's pray that our kids don't keep getting sick, right? Because it's that time of year and they're all new to preschool. And so they're all like these diseased little varmints. But, um, and she texted me back like, oh, that's not actually what that means. And she sent me a link to an article that explained it all. And it's high-fiving. It is not praying. All right. We are The more you know. The more, the more you know. (laughs) And knowing is half the battle. (laughs) From G.I. Joe. You're Uh, welcome. Anna Ferris is a movie and TV actress. You may recognize her from the scary movies, uh, the scary movie franchise, or more recently on the CBS show Mom. Anna has started a podcast and describes it as not-so-great relationship advice from completely unqualified Hollywood types. <laughs> All right. Love it. I'm interested. In this clip from her debut episode, Anna is joined by her mom co-star, Allison Janney, who I adore, and her podcast producer, Sim, to offer some dating advice to a listener. Let's call a couple of people here. <laughs> oh, I thought that was coming out of my way. This is <laughs> <laughs> totally. I was like... <laughs> so, Emma's 24, and she 24? is in Des Moines, Iowa. What time is it in Des Moines? Hello. Hi, is this Emma? Yes, this is. Hi, it's Sim from Anna Ferris is Unqualified, and you are on with Anna Ferris and Allison Janney. Hi, Emma. Hi, hey, Emma. How's it going? We are just so grateful that you submitted a question. We're really excited to talk to you. We're Thank excited you. to talk to you. So apparently, there's and I'm some. I'm sorry, it was so late. There's something going on with a guy <laughs> that you met on Tinder. Is that right? Yeah. So why don't you just walk us so, through the story here? Tell us everything that's happening with with you, and we'll do our best to help you out. Okay. Cool. So I met this guy on Tinder, and you know, talked for a while, um, just messaged back and forth, and you know, found that we had you know similarities, and decided to meet up for a date, and you know, we I thought really hit it off well, and. We talked for hours, and we were out late just talking and kissed, and, you know, I thought we connected. And then after, the conversation has kind of just been forever. You know, doesn't text so much. Emma, um, first of all, I think that this is such a, I mean, uh, first of all, nobody ever texts me back because, I mean, (laughs) 
I'm also just not a great texter. <laughs> She's but, terrible at, at answering texts. But everyone has got their true. own. Uh, I, I, I can know, attest to that as well. It's yes. true. Texts, but, yes, but what do you, what do you like about him? And I just want to make sure that what you like about him, because um, in my past I've liked guys because they've re- rejected me. You know, like want to know what you like about him. Yeah, he, you know, growing up in kind of small rural Iowa community um, and moving to the big city, um, finding similarities like how we grow up, which for me is important. Emma, can I ask you a question? Uh Isn't Tinder a way that people just want to hook up and have sex? A lot, a lot of people do. Absolutely, is that? But that's does anyone want a real relationship? Some do. Absolutely, sure. Well, Tinder, in my opinion, is just another avenue. It's just another way to meet people. Because my, I only know it as some. I have always heard it as somewhere. It's been called the hookup app. That's true. And many people do. Do we know that this guy Emma wants to just hook? Was he just wanting to hook up, or was he looking for a real relationship? Well, that's that's really what I would wanted to ask her. You know, it's it's it's. You got from him that night, you guys hooked up, that he wanted more than just a hookup? Is that what you felt? You know, that's what I felt. Um, And just the fact that, you know, he was wanting more, it's been over two weeks since we've been talking, and I don't know. But you talk every day? You text a couple times every day? Yeah. In there. How many times have you um, seen him in out? How many times have you seen him in person? You know, just that once. <laughs> you can download the Anna Ferris is Unqualified podcast, <laughs> which is very aptly titled, on iTunes or on her website, AnnaFerrisIsUnqualified.com. Episode two features special guest comedian actor TJ Miller, who's very funny. Uh, so leave a review on iTunes. Let them know you heard the podcast here on the week in podcasting. Um, where do we go with this? <laughs> I love how they just kind of shut her down. Like that was honest advice. That was like talking to a girlfriend advice. Like, um, okay, so you thought it was something more than one conversation, but have you really, you know, heard from him or seen him since? <laughs> um, and also, I have to say, Anna Ferris and her husband, Chris, what's his name? Pratt? Chris Pratt? Oh, they uh, Star-Lord, are Star-Lord, yeah. They are like relationship goals. They are so cute together. Um, and they seem to like, you know, really genuinely like each other um, and be normal down-to-earth people. So I think that's why that's a good podcast to listen to because she's normal, she's down-to-earth, and she clearly like calls it like she sees it. And you talked about the scary movies, but have you seen House Mother? <laughs> it's one of my favorite, like, um, guilty pleasure guilty indulgence pleasure movies. movies. It's yeah. so silly, but she's so good at it. I love. See, her. I took different things away from that podcast. Um, like my, what? I I love the idea that they asked for submissions uh, via either social media or whoever they were getting, you know, questions from the audience and they call the, the, the audience <laughs> member on Skype and you hear them dialing it. I love that. I want to incorporate that into the weekend podcasting. If you have a suggestion for the show, leave your home number and we'll call you. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I love let's call it. some people. I, I absolutely. I absolutely love that. Um, I like how she kind of sounded surprised to hear from them, too. Like, there was a bit of a delay where they're like, hey, Susie, or whatever her name is. And she was like, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just not interested. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. No, like I would answer the phone and you'd be like, Anna Ferris and Allison Janney. I'd be like, who is this? Yeah, right. <laughs> who is it really? Uncle Mom. Leo. Uncle Leo. Uh, I love Allison Janney. Allison Janney yeah, is great in everything she is. Uh, recently, she was in um, Masters of Sex, which is just a great show. She played the uh, the uh, uh, estranged uh, wife of Bo Bridges' uh, character, uh, Barton. And uh, she just does... It's a dramatic role. It's it's just such a difference from the comedy that she's done. She's just done brilliant work. Allison Janney is is fantastic. American Beauty. Think of her from that. Um, West Wing. Just, I wanted to be her. Oh, yeah, in West, West Wing. Wing. Yeah, very good. Yeah, West Wing. Uh, Aaron mm-hmm. Sorkin. Syracuse's own Aaron Sorkin. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. <laughs> I am uh, giddy for our next podcast. I am so excited. Uh, this is a podcast. I have seen ads for this podcast on the Blog Talk Radio homepage. Um, and it's, it's, I, I, I'm like, I'm so excited that I'm going to get my chance to listen to this now. Um, it's the, it's called the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. I know one. what it's about. It's, it's, <laughs> it's about the Marvel stuff. Like, I, great. That's awesome. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, for those of you who don't know, you, comic book amateurs uh started with iron man and the incredible hulk thor captain america and then they brought all those characters together they threw in a couple of other guys like hawkeye and black widow and they made the avengers and then everything that takes place in that universe it's all in the same continuity so all the tv shows marvel's agents of shield takes place marvel's uh, agent carter takes place in the same universe something that happens in agent carter affects the movies and they reference each other so cool it is what we wanted with like you couldn't imagine ever living in a world where all this stuff would be connected and i actually heard something before we get to the to the clip i actually heard that the originator of that modern television was norman lear the creator of all in the family because if you remember all in the family existed. They had the African-American family that lived next door, the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons leave Queens. They move on up to the east side. And the Jeffersons existed in the same universe as the Bunkers. And that's exactly where that the concept of a universe started. <laughs> I hope you have a listener that appreciates that explanation. It sounds yes, really was- detailed and fascinating, but... On on Daredevil, they reference the Avengers. Like, they talk about them very subtly, yeah. very... Like, you'll notice that. On Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., when something happened in Captain America, it affected directly the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is one big universe, and everything that happens, Ant-Man's in that universe, all of them. They're all in that universe. Yeah, I do think that that's cool. But And, like, the one takeaway... Well, not the one, but like one of the takeaways I had from this clip that we're about to listen to is I don't understand, though, why people that, you know, liked these comic books and now like all these movies and shows are like and the same thing, actually, with the Star Wars fans, like everyone's just always trying to figure it out. Like, it seems like you can't just like stop and appreciate the show <laughs> in this example for what everything. it is. 
and you're constantly trying to figure out how everything's linked and who is who and like (laughs) if they're going to be there for a long time or if it's just a guest appearance like just relax and watch the show no No, you have to know you have to know I, i i am meticulous with these shows uh i i i i tear them to shreds and I do it out of love because I adore these shows. And uh, they're talking about the new fans, series. Yeah. Right, right. The new series that they're talking about that Val's referencing is called Jessica Jones. It's on Netflix. You can go watch the entire series right now. Um, I'm through episode one. And luckily, that's the clip we're playing because I begged Pod Vader. I was like, whatever clip you use, don't do spoilers. I don't want to ruin this. Um, the guys at Marvel Cinematic Universe are currently reviewing every episode. In their first recap, Matt and Jeff talk with their guest, Charles McFall. Is that a real name? <laughs> Is that a real person? Charles cool McFall. Name. Charles McFall talks about how dark and raunchy this series is for a Marvel product. So first off, this is, you started to say it, this is the darkest thing Marvel's ever done. Already. Uh, already. And, and it's also the raunchiest thing Marvel's ever done. It really is. Like, we've had, what, two or three sex scenes now? What? In episode Dude, one? From the first scene uh, of Luke Cage, I, I, lo- I love Luke Cage. I want to see the Luke Cage series now. <laughs> right? I knew you would. <laughs> his, his uh, what was his line about, uh, <laughs> you're hot, you're drinking alone, it's good for business. You're local. local. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, oh, now go going back to the beginning. I did not watch any spoilers. I did not watch any. I saw like the teaser trailer where she crushes the alarm clock. That was about it because I just wanted to have a fresh experience. So I I know you guys have talked about the name Mike Coulter. I don't recognize the name. I mean I recognize, it, but it's not like I put a face to it immediately. Right, right, right. So as soon as he stepped out of that bar, I went, "That's Luke Cage." And I forgot yeah. he's going to be an integral hey. part of this thing. I'm like, oh, Luke Cage cameo. Yeah. And Matt's like, no, he's a part of that. I'm like, oh, he's got better. And he fangirled out over Luke Cage real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When he saw Luke Cage come on the screen from afar, he was like, you know what? I bet that's Luke Cage. I bet that's like a small cameo. I bet he's going to like, you know, be in the background of this episode. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. He's going to be more than in the background. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he's in all 13, very likely. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it seems I don't know. Maybe he'll be like a Rosario Dawson. I was going to say, night nurse. <laughs> like she was only four or five episodes, but she was a pretty pretty large presence in the mind space yeah. of Matt Murdock. Is he Jessica Jones? Uh, foggy. Maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe he is like an all thirteen. Now picture picture Matt Murdock and Foggy in that sex scene. <laughs> mm, I don't think uh, I want I have to. ruined Daredevil for everybody. <laughs> Now, I can picture them laying side by side on the bed, staring at the ceiling all awkward like at the end. <laughs> like, that's okay. Then Foggy's like, you can't see the ceiling, can you? I like, enough with, <laughs> enough with the slash fiction, you guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, this, uh, this episode was killer. I, was, I, I felt like it was shot like uh, House of Cards. Like, the cinematography was okay. so good. Yeah. Uh, but it was like almost like Sorkin esque dialogue, like when that first scene when Carrie Ann Moss and her are kind of ribbing each other and going back and forth. Yes, it was so good. Yeah, so good. Oh, it was it was in no way it, it didn't it didn't lack the quality of 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 a lot of um, 
A lot of geek media tends to be like, hey, it's about superheroes. We don't care if it's quality. They didn't even mention her superpowers for the first, like, 20 minutes. The only thing you see is her jump onto that. Uh... Yeah, and the first, I was going to say, in the first 10 minutes, you get the powers, which is kind of hidden. It didn't yeah. really say she jumped up there necessarily. If you're not paying close attention, right. you're just like, what just happened? But then right after that, you get Luke Cage instantly. Then you get Purple Man. It's like, oh, yeah. this is going to be good. It wasn't a slow burn that I thought Daredevil Episode 1 was. Well, even then, uh, with... Purple Man, you don't know his powers until the very end. You really don't get a full sense. We kind of know from comic books right. uh, and from discussions on our cast. Like I knew sort of what Purple Man was going to be, but I didn't. If if it was the first time seeing him, he's just this memory that she has, and he yeah. just keeps getting flashes. He could have just he's been just evil. her PTSD popping up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Ah. So that that leads to the question: How do you cast? A face looking. That's where we end the clip. <laughs> I think Podvader did a particularly good job of choosing the endpoint of the clips this week. <laughs> what we're coming out on is just always making me laugh. <laughs> wow, that got me. Um, okay, uh, I, I I I'm just sending a I'm I'm emailing Podvader right now. I want on this show. I want to be a, a guest on this show. Um, first of all, it's not the darkest thing Marvel's ever done. Daredevil is darker. Um, it's great. It's, it's very unique, but it's not a comparable show. It is like a rated R crime drama that happens to take place in a, in a superhero universe. Like the, the, there's no costumes, there's no, there's no, you know, secret identities. There's no, nothing like that. Um, Jessica Jones is played by Kristen Ritter, who you remember from Breaking Bad, and she was the B in Don't Forget the B in Apartment 23. Um, Kristen Ritter, who's brilliant. She is absolutely brilliant in this show. It's there, it's raunchy, but I, as I've said, I, I, I said this off the air, it's not porn. It's in, in this day and age of the internet where you could literally Google anything and find it. This is not pornographic. Um, it's character development. And I want to give one spoiler, but it's not a spoiler for the show. It's just a spoiler from the first episode, because if you're listening and you're not interested in superheroes, I'll, I'll take this one step further. The villain, I'm not getting into who he is and his origin and all that stuff. Let them sell, sell it out. The villain's power is very much like Professor X, Charles Xavier, and the X-Men. Charles Xavier is a telepath and can not only read your mind, but can control your mind. He, in essence, I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. He mind rapes them. And the, the villains, I mean, the victims are so internally scarred that it is ridiculous ridiculously dark but it's not it's not the most violent thing i've ever seen it's not it, it, it's it's very unique it's on its own axis and i think that people will watch this show i val i will say this to you if you watch episode one you will come back and say i'm interested i will oh, guarantee Seth. it i am i love I when you i love it. when you underestimate me i already you watched not, episode one you saw episode one of jessica jones yes Yes. <laughs> and I love when I you underestimate me. I've never been more attracted to you. 
I can pleasantly surprise you with such fun facts as that. Tell me. Um, and I, I agree with you that it, it, it doesn't appear so far to be that particularly violent, especially not like in a macho sort of way. Um, but it is dark and it, I would describe it as a little bit like sexier, you know? Yeah. Um, but I also love that actress. And for so long, she was like the best friend in all the movies, you know, like that bridesmaids dress movie. Right. She was like the best friend there. I mean, she was, I, I, she looks younger than she can possibly be because she was the best friend in so many movies for so long. And then I think breaking bad kind of gave her this like edgier side that people really responded to. And now she's in this super cool role, which I think is a really, fun and interesting and seems like a layered role for a woman, which is great. Um, and, you know, at first, when I first started watching it, I was like, you know, does, do we, does the world really need another like private investigator show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, you she know, I, she's, a, she's a private investigator. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so, um, but I did, I did like a lot of the dialogue and I thought the, the mind raping, I think, is a great way to describe it, um, adds like a really kind of interesting element. So I thought the like, first episode, wow. even though it's not like my typical kind of show, I liked it. Yeah, it's it's very good. It's not you don't go into it going, oh, it's the darkest thing I've ever seen. I don't know. I I, I didn't think this the sex stuff was over the top. I didn't know, but I will say as a PI, cause that, you know, that's what, that's her job. Um, yeah. I do think it's handy that so many people cheat on their spouses in front of windows. Like that makes it really <laughs> easy for her. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I think all three sex scenes happen in front of windows and there were three sex scenes in the episode one. So if you weren't going to watch it before, maybe right. that'll help. You'll watch it for them. There's a big, uh, there's a big lesbian kiss in the whole thing. And uh, yeah, there's lesbians. So there's a lot. There's a lot already. I can't believe you watched the whole episode. You are that dedicated to the show or were you that interested? Um, I, I was that interested in impressing you, Seth. Oh, wow. That's just all there is to you it. You have never, and we know each other for years, you have never been more attractive to me. Um, <laughs> you can catch up on the recaps of the Jessica Jones show on the Marvel Cinematic Universe by subscribing on iTunes or checking out their site at blogtalkradio.com slash MCUcast. Uh, leave a review. Let them know you heard it here on the Weekend Podcasting. And look forward, I'm already accepting on their behalf, and look forward to my appearance on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I have to. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm barging my way. I'm begging to be on that show. Please, Marvel Cinematic Universe, have me on. You can have Val on. <laughs> she watches the show. Times fast. <laughs> yeah, have us both on. That would be so great. Um, <laughs> no, I, I thought... No, I really have said that. And 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 just so people know, you know, we we didn't talk about it from a comic book version. If if I had told you there's a new show about a girl with super strength who fights a guy who in the comics was known as the Purple Man, like that was his name. Yeah. Purple like they're 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 not playing that up. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna treat this like adults. I I, I yeah. love that. I, I love that that can happen. I love that they're, and I love what the Netflix thing is doing because they're going to introduce Jessica Jones and that guy, Luke Cage, he's getting his own show. You're going to, he's the hero for hire. And then I think they're doing one other. I think they're doing Iron Fist. And then they're going to do season two of Daredevil. And then when all of that is said and done, they're going to do a mini series called The Defenders. 
And it's, it's a like lot of the shows. Avengers. It's a lot of shows. It's a lot of shows. <laughs> Which means a lot of podcasts. So a good for you. Podcasts. Marvel so Avenger podcast show. <laughs> I am so excited. Uh, Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe podcast is going to have work for days. <laughs> That's right. They're going to be very busy. They'll have plenty of episodes. You'll need guests. Charles McFall <laughs> can't do every show. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to, to sports. Uh, in case anybody doesn't know, the NBA has started. We've talked about the NBA quite a bit on, uh, on here on the Week in Podcasting. Uh, we have a new podcast to feature, which is Dunked On. And when it's dunk... It's D-U-N-C apostrophe D. The reason is it features a guy by the name of Nate Duncan. Dunked on is available five days a week. Wow. He does a podcast five days a week. That's busy. Holy moly. Well, there's so many basketball games. He's got to. They don't play a basketball game five days a week. I mean, someone does, I guess. Oh, (laughs) he must be exhausted. Uh, Nate talks with special guest Danny LaRoe on what teams can stop the unstoppable Golden State Warriors. What are some of the teams that might even be able to stand a chance against this lineup among the contenders? I think we can we can toss out the Clippers, uh, despite <laughs> Doc saying he thinks they match up well with that small lineup. That clearly is not the case in both of the regular season games. They've gotten completely smoked uh, at the end of games by that lineup. Who else is there? I mean, the Spurs are the are the prototype for this because they have two elite perimeter defenders that you could theoretically either hold firm or switch in Danny Green and Kawhi. Like, I think that that's a way to do it. One thing that I was thinking about with it is that the lack of a clear, just unstoppable post player makes it even harder. Like, if Shaq was, prime Shaq was in existence now, you could uh, exploit something like that, but now they're really aren't those guys in the league right now, because that's the other way that you could do it, is if you could get a guy that's so good that he'll draw fouls or doubles. Uh, I think that Oklahoma City, it gets close, but they don't really have the defensive talent. For them, it would just be like... Can, oh, can, so I, can I interrupt you for a second sure. with the, with that Shaq? And so, you know, Bob Volgaris tweeted, this is the best lineup I've ever seen during the Clippers game. And, and part of that was just based on the fact that players are better now than they were back then. Uh you know, maybe not the best lineup ever relative to the league. But it is an interesting point, you know, if they had a Shaq or some post-behemoth, what do you think is going to do better? Putting Shaq in a pick-and-roll, guarding Curry way out on the floor versus Shaq posting up and you got to double him? Well, you wouldn't have Shaq in the Curry-Draymond pick-and-roll. You couldn't do that. You'd just have to, you'd have, to have him somewhere else. All right, well, I mean, they're going to put whoever Shaq's guarding in the pick-and-roll, whether it's Andre... Whether it's what if Harrison, it's, what if whether it's Barnes? It's I don't. I, I think. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I think. I think that's there's a, there's a point. I mean, to that, that that's what that's what you know. Memphis tried that putting Zebo on Barnes, and first of all, Barnes blew past Zebo whenever, right? I mean, because that's that's part of the problem. You put it in the pick and roll. Uh, Barnes may not be some you know have like a ton of pick and roll chemistry, but all you got to do is just have him set the screen and kind of just run out to somewhere else in the three point line. Once he catches the ball, there's no way that big is getting back in front of him. He can drive right to the basket at that point. I mean, you know, you saw what Barnes was able to do to Zebo in that Memphis series last year. So, so that's, I mean, the people who say, oh, the answer is just bludgeon them down low. And, and John Tarks talked about this in, in that piece you mentioned. Uh, you know, I don't think that's it because I think this team is so good at doubling, so good at helping and recovering, so good at getting into the passing lanes. 
Yeah, I mean, you're at a little bit of a disadvantage if you have to double team, obviously. Also, so good at pressuring the ball uh, to even prevent the pass into the post to begin with. Um, and then also, you know, I think when you look at the fact that they have Curry is a plus rebounder for his position. Clay isn't that good, but Andre's a good rebounder. Barnes is a good rebounder. Green is. You have enough rebounding that that, that lineup historically has not gotten killed on the offensive glass, especially when they're playing at this manic intensity and everyone is tracking back onto the glass. So it, it's just really, really hard to beat that lineup. Even if you have the post-up behemoths, I think you're – your hope is that you maybe have like one AD type of guy who is big enough, but but even he's not like that guy. Anyone who's mobile enough to stay with them on the perimeter is someone that Green's going to be able to guard in the post just fine. Yeah, I mean the only exception would be like two years from now, Carl Anthony Downs, but we don't have that, and they're not going to be a playoff team, so they don't have to worry about it. I love when shows can figure out fake, uh, uh, like random matchups. Like, you know, well, if they had Shaq, they would post up Shaq. Well, yes, obviously, if they had Shaq, if they had Shaq, Steph Curry would be in high school. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Well, I just, you know, I just like for my own personal uh, Bay Area sports fan benefit that the Warriors are doing so well that we have to come yeah, up with right. these crazy hypothetical matchups to try to compete with them. Yeah, they do. They're they're very exciting. It's it's yeah. very cool to see that market and 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 see what they have uh, been able to accomplish so far. And you know, it's it's so funny because it's very rare that you see a team other than the Lakers or the Bulls or the Celtics. Like it's nice to see a new team, a new exciting you know group. Um, it's an arena that people haven't been in. A, a buddy of mine has called a couple of their games for ESPN and he said it's so loud there and so exciting yeah. and it's so funny to see that arena be filled it just shows you what happens when you win because that yeah. arena is filled it's in the same crappy area that the Oakland Coliseum's in that nobody goes to yeah. and that the Raiders are trying to leave and the Oakland A's are begging for a new stadium but the <sighs> arena's fine because they win and people would say the same thing about Oakland when they didn't. Win. No <laughs> way. That that stadium, that Oakland stadium is so horrendously bad. It's they need disgusting. the A's a, need a new stadium. And disgusting. you know, it, it does kind of get full, but it never looks full because there's that big wall, you know, that was built for the Raiders that is not really part of the baseball stadium. And so it's just always looking ugly and awful. But I think you'll agree with me that the other fun thing about watching the Warriors is our is our good friend Roz. Right, Seth? Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, our friend, our mutual friend does the uh, on-court sideline reporting for... She's uh, awesome. For, for the go- You see her on TV? Yeah, all the time. I mean, every time oh, I watch right. a game, obviously, she's there and she's always calling it like she's she does a great job. And like the other day, she got she was doing like a, a live spot for, I don't know, one of the news stations. And she got hit in the head with a basketball. It just kept on rolling, just like kept on going with it. <laughs> uh, she's a real pro. It's so fun That's to watch good. her. And that, you know, we used to work with her is is fun. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. And I she's going to be a future guest on uh, my Sports with Friends podcast that I just thought. Oh, good. Yeah. What a great idea. That would be a great idea. You're welcome. You want producer credit for that? Yeah, and that's clearly my idea. I'm just impressing you up and down today. I better go. You watch Golden State Warriors (laughs) basketball and watch (laughs) Jessica Jones? 
I mean, it who doesn't are take you? much with you. I know. <laughs> I hardly recognize you. <laughs> I gotta uh, go now while I'm on Aswig. That's right. Right. You can't get any better. We should well, do, end, end this, this show. End this yeah. show right now. Uh, for more <laughs> NBA analysis, available five days a week. Wow. Nate Duncan Impressive. does the Dunked On podcast. You can either find it at iTunes or at blogtalkradio.com slash Dunked On. I'm going to spell that. D-U-N-C-D-O-N. So uh, there you have uh, you, you have that. And uh, it's great. It, it, the Golden State Warriors are exciting. I liked his special guest. And uh, he does it. Does he have a guest five days a week? Oh, my goodness. That would be hard. That would we'll be have to listen to hard. find out. Yeah. All right, uh, 12 episodes in the books. Don't forget, you can, uh, if you listen to any of these shows and you download their podcast, do us a favor and review them. Uh, review them on either iTunes or on Blog Talk Radio. Let them know that you heard, their sh- you heard of their show from the week in podcasting. Um, and leave us a review as well. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we, will, we will read them. We will reply to them. We will enjoy uh, seeing your suggestions. So we have that. Um, apologies for Jeff. He couldn't be here today. He's once again on assignment. I love saying that. Um, but he has a, a podcast network right now of uh, on Blog Talk Radio. You can find him by just searching Jeff Adams. Uh, you can also find uh, my couple of podcasts. We have uh, the Sports with Friends that Roz is going to be a, a guest on. She doesn't the even Hall- know yet. She doesn't even know yet. Uh, the Hall <laughs> of Justice, uh, which is going to be very Star Wars heavy. Uh, pretty soon, and uh, we're we're gonna have to do a Jessica Jones version, and I think my special guest is gonna be Val. Um, <laughs> and then, and also uh, the Seton Hall Sports Poll, which is pre- uh, produced by Seton Hall University, and of course the Week in Podcasting. So we have that, and if you have suggestions on shows that you want to hear, send the clips to theweekinpodcasting at gmail dot com. Uh, I know this about our next show. It is going to be Star Wars Central. Uh, Pod Vader is assembling a litany of clips, getting ready for the premiere of the blockbuster movie and also a roundtable to review the movie. Oh, my goodness. It is so much fun. I can't wait for that. I absolutely <laughs> can't wait. Are you, I, I'm, I'm going to watch all six. I'm going to watch all six by myself. I'm not, I, I've given up trying to get the kids involved. But I'm going to watch all six, and I'm going to try to do it in like a weekend. I just think that would be so much fun. Well, I'm watching them right now. I told you that. Yeah, what are you up to? Um, (laughs) uh, We kind of got sidetracked with all these busy holiday events that are happening. So I'll get back on it this weekend. Are you hosting Thanksgiving? Yes, I am. You are? Yeah. Is that a lot of work? And, you know, with, with a small child... Cooking, I always have really enjoyed cooking. Um, with a small child, I do not enjoy cooking. <laughs> and so what I'm actually, this is like the total non-point, the anti-point of Thanksgiving. But what I'm looking forward to most is just like being alone in my kitchen while everyone else plays with my toddler. So I can like have a glass of wine and cook a turkey. <laughs> and maybe I'll go say hi to the wow. family at some point. I don't know. There you go. There you go. We're going. My mom, my God, God bless my mom. She had back surgery like six months ago. She is uh, hosting Thanksgiving. I get God bless her. Good luck. Wow. I, I could, you help her I lift could, that turkey. Okay. I couldn't do it, man. I could, I could not do it. She's hosting 27 people in her house. I think she has two turkeys. Wow. Like that. It's insane. In, she has three brothers and she invites them all. And oh my goodness. It is going to be that a sight so to be fun. Like, 
Yeah, we're going to uh, do a live roll on the whole thing and post it on a podcast. <laughs> I would love to meet the different members of your family. Can you imagine what that would be like? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, don't worry. You'll know where we are because you're, you're linked to me. from Exactly. <laughs> Check in at your mom's house. That doesn't put her in danger at all. Jeez. Stop checking in places. <laughs> okay. If you... Uh, and if you check out uh, some of the uh, clips that we presented in this week, we've also shown a lot of shows so far in the last uh, three months. Uh, just to give them some shout outs here, uh, the folks at Girls in Heels, Market Foolery, Fantasy Guru, Vogue, What Makes Me Weird, which I downloaded today, uh, Fuel for Warriors, Movies, Films, and Flicks, Val's favorite, Ha-Has for Hoo-Has, um, Business Insanity, Sitting around talking movies, milling about, b-ball breakdown, Hollywood hookups and breakups, trivial warfare, which we never. Oh, yeah, we're, we, we we, we're to too scared of them. I know we're too scared. Well, I am. I'm too scared. <laughs> Driving uh, entrepreneur movie minute, which is literally just a minute. Uh, sportocracy, life interrupted, horror talk, the thinking atheist, paralyzed, gaming with the moms. This won't hurt a bit. Man by cow. Uh, how do we fix it? The Celtics post game show, sports interview with Ann Ligori, a, 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 a true murder, uh, the amazing colossal podcast with Gilbert Gottfried, and my new best friends, the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. <laughs> That's quite a few. We've listened That's to a lot, lot of podcasts. We have, we have. All right, and we've got more to listen to. So that'll hey, do it. Seth. Yeah, yeah. If, if if I could end this podcast on one single emoticon, which one do you think it would be? <laughs> it would it would not be praying. <laughs> the high five. <laughs> Blessed be he. <laughs> this has been the week in podcasting, episode twelve. Blessed be he. We'll see you at episode thirteen. Send in your suggestions for shows you would like us to cover at theweekendpodcasting at gmail.com. That's theweekendpodcasting at gmail.com.